0: troll people with that shit it's funny man. you can't you can't people can't more go. i can be a piece of shit online but as long as i cut my hair people are fucking you look presentable but you to, yeah. well i'm like i did a video where i gave away like six thousand dollars to this lady on thanksgiving just gave her an envelope of six racks and the first comment was like your hair looks shitty i just gave a, a fucking mom six thousand dollars bro what the fuck? he's
1: like buddy do you watch a video
0: buddy like he didn't give a fuck about nothing else months.
1: Your hair looks like dog shit, bro. You
0: need to fucking you change your life.
1: He could have ran for president. He
0: would be like, hey, bro. Oh, bro, real talk, you couldn't be a president with fucked up hair, bro. They wouldn't give a fuck yeah. what you could have cured cancer. Yep. Yeah, but your fucking dog shit ass, nappy ass hair. Yep, this is tell the truth. Oh, my God. Yeah. Social media is a trip, man. I was telling, I, was, I wanted, what's your name? Alan. I was... Alan. Al... Alan. Alan? Mm-hmm. You know me, fucking Alan. You're the first, you're Hispanic, right? You're the first Hispanic Alan I ever met in my whole life.
1: Uh, that's why w- when I was growing up, I went by Ben. So
0: all my social media and everything this is all Ben.
1: Because, dude, you have, it's A L L A N, and in Spanish, the two L's means Y. Why? You pronounce it like a Y. I-N. I-N? So yeah. I And I would get made fun of for all my childhood. That makes so, sense. I, so I went by Ben. Ben! Yeah, and
0: it fucking how them little third grade kids be affected our whole goddamn bro, life, yeah. bro? Traumatizing you for, <laughs> life, you yeah, for life. Give a lie, me... bro you
2: for a lie I'm a grown ass man, bro yeah, I, still, Like a dead ass Sometimes I still be thinking about stuff that happened in like third grade I'm like, <laughs>
0: why did it still affect me? Yeah. yeah, why does it still affect me? I'm an adult with a wife, bro Why is this third grade bully still fucking yeah. with my head, yeah. man?
2: Yeah. No, it's just
1: crazy The funny thing recently is like, I, I'm still in school Okay And the uh, professors or whatever, anybody I meet like you said, first Hispanic name Alan. Yeah, everybody first when I say Alan, they're like, "Oh, Alex," and I'm like,
0: <laughs> "Sure, I guess." That's, that's <laughs> right? why I asked because I I almost called you Alex, right? Cause yeah. Because like, no, if I, I, my girl's Hispanic, yeah, I know a lot of fucking Alexes, yeah. right? Like her family got a lot of yeah. Alexes, and I know I know they name it Alex. It's Alejandro. I know yeah, I know yeah. you motherfucking ain't yeah. Alex, but. I never met Alan in my life. That shit threw me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan, I was like, I'll, I'll never forget it, though. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's fucking rock and let's roll. Let's do it, Let's do it, let's do it. Before I waste all my good material <laughs> on the pre-session.
2: Ready? Yeah, ready, ready. All right, what's good, y'all? Your boy Brandon back again. Mm-hmm. Another episode of the On Podcast, man. This week, special guest, we got Brandon from Vegas sitting down with Brandon from Vegas. let Yes, do sir. It,
0: Brandon and Brandon, let's go. Let's do it. And Alan. And Alan. The first Hispanic Alan. The first (laughs) Hispanic Alan of my life, bro. This is
2: awesome, man. I've been wanting to interview for a long time. And, you know, you're very big here in Vegas. Uh, A lot of people that
0: we've interacted with. That's a fat joke, ain't it? Nah. (laughs) (laughs) This is the biggest physically. You are the biggest foodie (laughs) Nah, nah,
2: but a lot of people that we've interacted with or interviewed have uh, spoken about you, and they've—I've not heard a single bad thing about you. So I think that that speaks to the type of person that you are, along with on your social media, we see you doing things like giving back to the community, um, trying, trying to you know make a, a positive change, which is, is something that a lot of people don't do. A lot of people, you know, they take from the community, they'll take the views, they'll take the attention, they'll take the money, yeah, but they don't ever give back.
0: Yeah. Um. First off, thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. I I know we we tried to do this for a few weeks and I apologize that my schedule is what it is, man. It sucks. Uh, Being an adult is the worst thing in the whole world. But what I pride myself in is what, what you just said, as I've been in Vegas, my whole life, my whole life. And forget the views, forget the followers. The fact that like, it's hard pressed. I've been here my whole life. It's hard pressed to find someone who said I've, I've done them wrong or wronged them in some kind of way. I, I I pride myself in that. man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I want to know a little bit about your backstory. Obviously we know what you're up to these days. Uh, you're a realtor here in town. You're also a big foodie, not physically, uh, but what, <laughs> it, what is physical, what is like, maybe physically maybe <laughs> physically. But what is your backstory like? Obviously, you're from Vegas, but what part of town did you grow up on?
0: I, this is crazy to think about, but like I've spent my whole life in Henderson. Mm-hmm. Oh. I've lived in every part of it. Now, I've lived outside of Henderson as well, yeah. but like Whitney Ranch to 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 Green Valley North to Green Valley South, which is where I currently reside. I've lived in every part of Henderson, so that's kind of why I, a lot of my focus is there. A lot of my reviews are in that part of Henderson, right. just because I know it very well. I was there before they built Sunset Station, which is crazy uh, to a lot of people. I was there before they built Green Valley Ranch. So, like, yeah. when I tell people, like, oh, I know <laughs> Vegas, like, I mean, for real, I know Vegas. <laughs> like, yeah. we used to shoot fireworks in that parking right. lot, you know? What high school did you go to? Coronado. Coronado High School. We were the what's my brother? My brother, my older brother was the original class so we were like the third class ever at Coronado so it was a little weird because like, I was poor and we were on that, there was a a line between Mm -hmm. Green Valley High School and Coronado. Now at Coronado, I would have been, I mean at at Green Valley, I would have been cool, right? Right, Because there was a lot of poor kids there. I would have fit in. We would have had our own little poor kid section but at Coronado, like, Kids was coming to school in their dad's BMWs. One kid had like a, 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 drove to school for senior day in a Lambo. And I'm taking the bus, bro. I'm like catching rides and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, hey, Brandon, we'll pick you up from school in his dad's new Mercedes, you know? So it was a little bit awkward because, you know, being real broke around people who are real rich, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a a culture clash yeah it yeah.
2: makes you feel it for real like when yeah. you're around people that are like you the same social circumstances yeah you feel like yeah this is just life we're all kicking it you know we're gonna make it one day but then 100%. you see people that are like way better off and it's like you don't even feel like you fit in you don't yeah. feel like you fit in
0: yeah. i okay so this sounds dumb because like nowadays one of the good things about the internet is it lets you know that you're broke right yeah. like you go yeah. on the internet and you're like oh nah. shit i'm broke like there's people doing yeah. it way better but back in my day before social media I didn't know I was broke.
2: Yeah, yeah. I yeah. had food every
0: day. Yep. We had a PlayStation. In my head, we were we were killing it. You're killing it. And then I made my first like high school friend with money and I was like, "Yo mom, are we poor?" <laughs> <laughs> mom, they got a pool and a jacuzzi at the crib. Are we broke, bro? I I didn't know. She's like, "Yes, son. We're broke. Welcome to the world."
2: Yeah, it's a it's a little bit of a shock, but once you figure that out and you stop letting it affect you, you can really put your mind onto like getting out of those situations. Yeah. Which uh, d- during the pandemic is when you blew up, correct? On, on social 100%. media, yeah. So, what was that process like? What made you want to start doing videos, and what do you think carried you to grow to you know as popular as you become?
0: Uh, okay, well, it's kind of ironic. My my uh, my boss at the time, uh, she told me, uh, you know, things are changing, can't let it get you down, and she handed me this book called Who Moved My Cheese. It's a little like fifty page book. I trust me on this, and it's about four rats who they don't know that they're in an experiment. They don't know that they're rats, right? Mm-hmm. And so the the scientists give them cheese the same place every single day. And then one day the scientists take the cheese and they move it to the other side of the, the mouse trap. Two of the mice are like, we got to go find that cheese. And the other two mice are like, no, no, no. The cheese is coming. We'll stay right here. And day after day, the cheese is moved to the new place and the two rats stay there. And I was like, shit, I can't be those first two rats. And so this stupid little 50 page book made me realize, okay, I'm a realtor. My cheese used to be meeting people in person, doing open houses, knocking on doors, shaking hands, kissing babies, the old school way. COVID happened. No one wants to see my black ass at their front door. If I come knocking on your front door, you're going to spray me with Lysol and tell me to run away, right? So how do I, as a realtor who feeds my family with this process, how do I get that money? And I realized the only way was to start posting videos online. And this is a true story, 100% true story. And I'll never lie to people and say that I'm some kind of genius. I got very lucky. I was filming a house that we had listed and it wasn't doing well. No one wanted to show up. People were still scared about COVID and I was just getting frustrated. I wasn't making any money. I was struggling. And I walked across the street to the butcher block to get myself a steak because steak makes me happy because as you noticed, I'm a big foodie.
2: Steak makes everyone happy. Steak makes everyone yeah. happy.
0: If it doesn't, I don't fucking trust you. Yeah. <laughs> Am I allowed to curse? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm about to say, I'll edit myself. Nah. So I walked across to, make a, to get a steak at the butcher block. And for some reason, I just pulled my phone out, and I, I whipped open TikTok, and I said, it's my first video ever. I said, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're buying your meat at Albertsons, you got to stop right now. And then I turned the camera around and filmed the butcher block and filmed me buying a steak. And I posted it, no hashtags. I didn't know anything about hashtags, nothing. Went to sleep, just kind of like, whatever. I'm just frustrated. And my wife woke me up at like 5.30 in the morning. She's like, what the hell is going on? I'm like, what do you mean? Your phone has been ringing all night. What is going on? And I turned my phone over and I had forgotten to turn my notifications off on TikTok because I'm like, who cares? I had 175 text messages from people being like, like the video, like the video. The video had did 500,000 views overnight. Man. And I looked at my wife and I said, I'm a TikToker now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that. I yeah. never, I never looked back. I started posted four to five videos every day, whether they failed, whatever. I just was like, this is where my money is. The, the cheese has moved. I, I can't get 500 people to look at my house on Zillow, but I can get 500,000 people to watch a food video on TikTok, i said that's where the cheese is baby and we're going to move the cheese and that's it i just never look back yeah it's interesting you say that because
2: being uh we've interacted with a lot of foodies which you know because of that we've also interacted with a lot of people who have food businesses mm-hmm. whether that be restaurants or food trucks and we see the same exact trend the cheese has moved but a lot of them haven't followed so for anybody that owns a business or that knows somebody that owns a business i think this is free game a lot of them are still mm-hmm. thinking like the way to attract customers is word of mouth Or putting ads on the radio or putting ads on like the newspaper and it's like in your pocket right now is this thing that can attract way more people than your money could ever buy right we think about all the ads they put on the super bowl and all these things and Mm -hmm. of course those things generate money and it's worth it for those big brands but in your phone right now you can generate hundreds of thousands if not millions of eyes to look at your product Mm -hmm. every single day but yeah a lot of people don't do that because they think they don't know how or they think it's too difficult but it's like you can make an hour of your day every day you know who knows where you'll be in a year maybe you suck at it for the first year or the first month or mm-hmm. the first day but eventually a video will hit and once that first video hits all you have to do is just keep it up keep it up and people will stay with you
0: 303 in the cut you ever heard the food yeah. truck mm-hmm. yeah. biggest food truck in vegas yeah biggest food truck in vegas and Giuliano, if you're watching this he's the smartest person ever Most people bring us foodies in to make videos for him. Giuliano said, I will pay you to teach me how to do this. And we were like, bro, you're fam, We got you. And so my girl Talls, shout out to Talls, taught him how to make food videos. And now he edits, films, all his own stuff. He doesn't need to bring foodies in anymore. He just does it himself. Yep. Right? Because he saw the value. And now that dude's truck, he has to hire people to run his food truck because they're so busy that he he can't even do it himself anymore. Right, and so if you're a business watching this, you have to, you have to. There's no other way to reach people. When it, when you ad spend on the radio, okay, now you need me to be listening at the radio at that exact time, bro. I'm gonna listen to two more bangers by the baby or something like that. I'm gonna forget about your ad. I don't even listen to the radio. We
2: all have Spotify. We all have Apple music. Yeah, we all have Apple music on radio.
0: Your client base, the people who listen to the radio, aren't the people who are coming to a yep. food truck at nine o'clock at night. Yep. Right. And one of the things that 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 the food business still hasn't caught up on is how much competition is out there. Yep. Bro, listen, there's a new food video every three seconds on my TikTok page. So even if you made one video, that's good. That's great Bro, I've seen 18 more advertisements since I saw your video. If I'm not constantly seeing your videos over and over again, it doesn't have any effect on yep. me. Yep. Yeah. And another thing is
2: like, like you said, the target market is very important because I noticed that, it's young people that are going to try these new spots. Mm-hmm. Old people will be loyal to the same damn restaurant even if the food is trash. Yes. I've been coming here for 20 years and they'll keep going there until they yep. die no matter what. I got to give old people a cr-
0: I don't want to use word old cuz I don't want my fan base this is how- <laughs> he's going <laughs> to offend all his yeah, fans. <laughs> I am all every the homeowners. <laughs> I am every mom and dad's favorite TikToker. Yeah. The people who come up to me, I don't get like I'm not like Leonardo DiCaprio. Like cute girls aren't coming up to me like, oh my God, you're the fat guy who eats on food. I'll get your dad. Your dad will be like, oh, Brendan from Vegas. Oh my God, I I just ate at eight restaurants you told me about. Honey, take a picture with me. I'm like every mom and dad's favorite blogger. So even even the 40, 50, 60-year-old people who are now gravitating onto TikTok Mm -hmm. a decade later, they're they're willing to try new foods, right? It's like... Food has become the new love language for people. It's a yeah. way for people to like... It's the last piece of diversity that we actually have. Yeah. Right? Where people are, I'm Hispanic, but I want to eat Jamaican food. Yep. I'm Jamaican, but I want to try Chinese food. Yep. It's the last, like... It's what connects all of us. It's like, I may not agree with you, but I sure as hell love your food. So we're starting to see more than just young people. Older people are starting yep. to get
2: in the game, too. Yep. They're starting to, but I, I give credit to the same thing. It's social media. Yeah. Yeah. How does it feel being the TikToker there? Because we, we interviewed... uh He's another um, foodie in Vegas and he's Hispanic. And he told me a story that he went, he visited a restaurant and then the, the restaurant manager was talking to him and stuff. And then the owner walks in, he's like, oh, let me introduce you to the owner. Let me introduce you to the owner. He's like, okay, yeah, here's this dude. He's a, he's a TikToker. He's like, man, you can't introduce me as a foodie, a food blogger, anything else. He's like, you told this dude I'm a TikToker. He's going to think I'm going to do a dance or something. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) To be fair, the reason it took me so long to get on TikTok, because my my little sister, she was like, you should be on TikTok. I said, girl, I'm not going to dance for no teenagers. Like, I'm not going to sell no houses. I'm going to see my belly jiggle for three minutes. Like, that's not, you know. And so I had the same mentality. Um, but that's that is how managers inter- managers. Y'all gotta do better. Stop yeah, telling yeah. people we're TikTokers. Yeah, like yeah. that doesn't get your owner <laughs> excited. Tell him I'm a professional food reviewer and critic and blogger. Like yeah. make me sound good. You yeah, know. Yeah. Um. But it is weird. I think I was telling you guys right before we turned the cameras on about how like I'll just be trying to have dinner with my wife. We're just sitting there chilling, having a nice dinner. I'm incognito. I don't call the restaurant. Be- I know some food people do this. You know, they'll call the restaurant beforehand because they know. Yeah. You know, and I don't do that. If I show up to a restaurant, I'm not filming. I just show up as myself, Brandon Johnson for two. I sit in the corner. I don't try to ask for anything special. I just try to eat and have a, you know a meal. But the people who recognize me are the staff because they watch food videos too. They're right. locals, yeah. yeah. And so the staff will go tell the manager, "Hey, hey, Brandon from Vegas is here," and they'll show him the video. And all of a sudden, my wife will look up and she's like, "Hey, why does the guy in the suit keep like eyeballing our table?" I said. Somebody told him I'm here and now he's going to try to make sure that everything goes perfectly, you know, and managers are awkward. bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. yeah they are. <laughs> Awkward. Cause they don't know how to interact with social yeah. media yet. Yeah. yeah. So right? It's too new. Yeah. It's too new yeah, for yeah, them, yeah, yeah. but they also, it's weird. Cause they know the power.
1: Yeah.
0: Like I'll never give an evil, bad review. That's just not, I'm not that dude, but they don't know that. Yeah. They don't know that I'm not going to blast them all over social media. So they're like, is everything okay with your meal, sir? Do you, do you need some extra tea? And I'm like, bro, your server's doing just fine. Like, continue with your day. So, what what did he end up saying? How did the manager end up treating the the, the food that you had in here?
2: Um, I mean, it was it was all good. Like, he he, he they didn't treat him any you know, different way. But it was just funny how he told me that, and I laughed because I'm like, yeah, yeah, being introduced as a TikToker, especially if you're like an older dude, yeah, yeah, it's probably a little awkward. You know? Yeah, yeah. If
0: someone had told me like like I go to ignite basketball games, and they're like, hey, Brandon, there's this other famous TikToker. I said, no, no. He's a famous TikToker. I'm just a dude who eats food. Like, we're not, the, we all don't know each other, bro. Right, like, right. They expect yeah. you to know yeah. each other. Yeah, that's He's funny, an too. actual TikToker. Yeah. He does yeah. the stuff. Like, I'm he not that. He records himself going to the Target four different angles.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah, haven't done that yet, Brandon? Bro,
0: <laughs> hell no. If you saw me waking up, if I set the camera, you'd see me farting in my sleep, bro. No one, no one wants to see me wake up and do my day. It's, it's gross. Here's Brandon shoving food in his face for 20 minutes. Like, that shit would be so lame for me, e- man. Eating something healthy. And they're like, we know you didn't eat that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my morning protein shake. <laughs> like, bro, you know I just had a meatloaf yeah. sandwich. Come on, bro. Quit playing with me. Yeah. No, uh, I would never do such sh- a shit. Re- I'm not a real TikToker. I'm, yeah. I'm just a dude who happens to have TikTok. That's it. The only, if, 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 if people would just buy houses from me the normal way, I would stop posting food all the time, (laughs) but people only want to buy houses from me if I show them a new restaurant. So I'm stuck.
1: I'm here. Yeah. That's funny. We talked outside a little bit earlier. Oh, we talked
0: outside a lot. Don't lie
1: to these people. (laughs) (laughs) No, but one thing I thought was really interesting was when you're mentioning that now that you're so big on TikTok and social media, that you're almost a character to them, that no one really introduced, no one knows you anymore from your first name and last name. Yeah. And I kind of wanted you just to kind of share on like how you felt when no one asked you was like, "Hey, reservation for Brandon Johnson," but it's reservation for Brandon from Vegas. Oh man,
0: I took my wife on a anniversary dinner, and I purposely called as Brandon Johnson. That's one of a normal night with her. You know, she puts up with all of it, which God bless her soul. She puts up with it because no one people pretend like she doesn't exist. She'll be right there, and people just like. Blow past her. Who's this? And that's hard for women.
2: A hundred percent.
0: And yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I try to always introduce them, but people don't, you know, again, they, don't, they care. don't care. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't, I want her to have a normal night. Let's go to a restaurant that doesn't know me. I'll just, I'll purposely pick this restaurant, plan it in advance. So I called them, Hey, I'm Brandon Johnson. It's our anniversary reservation, whatever. Or if I don't show up and they don't have me under Brandon from Vegas already, if they don't already, apparently the maitre d' or whoever this person was knew me, and knew my my name is Brandon Johnson and just like set the whole thing up. And so that's when it hit me like, this sucks. You know, like I'm grateful for what I have. I'm grateful that I live the life that I live. I'll never pretend like that's otherwise. But it definitely sucks that like the second someone recognizes me, I'm no longer Brandon Johnson. I'm instantly whatever character they know me as, right? I I have to figure out what restaurant they know me from because that's what they want to talk about. Oh, I saw your China Mama video, and that's that's what they want to talk about is China Mama, right? They're not like, hey, you seem like a nice guy. What do you do? You know, it's never that. It's yeah. just whatever character they know me as, and it 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 does sucks is the wrong word, but it, it definitely like it it gets you down after a while. You know, I can't imagine how real celebrities feel yeah. like the dude who plays Harry Potter. Dude. He'll never get to be a normal human being because to, to billions of people, bro, you're Harry Potter to me. Like if I saw Harry Potter, I would, that's how I would react to him. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, Hey, Daniel Radcliffe, how's, you know, your thesis on, you know, the history of the modern, I'd be like, yo, expelliarmus motherfucker. Like, <laughs> right. And yeah. like, I, I it's helped me have empathy. I used to dog celebrities and clown them. Mm-hmm. like everybody. Else. I have more empathy for them than ever before. I get why they behave the way they do, the reason that they hide in public, because sometimes you just want to be a normal, person a normal, human. everyday person, yeah, you know? Yeah. But. And you were going to tell us the Valentine's Day story. Oh, motherfucker, you remembered. <laughs> okay. So, Herbs and Rye is what I'm known for. Yeah, I have posted yeah. at that restaurant more than any restaurant in the whole world. I love them to death. It's my go-to. So, Herbs and Rye knows me. So, typically, if I tell them, hey, I just really want to have a quiet night, they'll hide me in a certain spot in the restaurant that you can't see me from the restaurant. Right? So it was Valentine's day. I went in at like 1230 at night to make sure me and my wife had a quiet dinner alone. Right. Purposely set the whole thing up. They put me at my table, didn't tell anybody I was going, none of that stuff. Around 1 30 AM I hear, Oh my God, you're Brandon Johnson, or you're Brandon from Vegas. And I turn around, and there's this drunk British girl. And she's like, you're the reason I'm here tonight. Oh, my God, honey. Look, it's Brendan from Vegas. It's Valentine's Day. I am clearly having a candlelight dinner with my wife. And she is talking to us for like 10 minutes. And I can see my wife kidding. Because after the you know first 30 seconds, my wife is yeah. like, okay, I get it, whatever. But like, it's been like five to 10 minutes. Yeah. And my wife is like fuming this lady just won't like let it go and it's the first time ever i had to be like ma'am this is a valentine's date with my wife and it was like she snapped out of a haze she was like oh i'm so sorry i didn't even right because you you see somebody you watch on tiktok and it's like you like you just go into this like mode where like everything blacks out yeah and i swear man i i've never felt shittier for, like, being, like, a pseudo-celebrity in my whole life, ever. The look on my wife's face of, like, this is our yeah. one special moment, like, and it's ruined now. Once a year. Yeah. yeah. And when it made it even worse, it's... <laughs> I can't do British accents very well, but she had the most like stereotypical British accent. And so as she's talking to me and as my wife is getting mad, I'm trying to hold in a laugh. Cause you know, if a girl's angry and you start laughing it yeah. only makes oh, them more mad, mad this but this girl's drunk British accent was so, <laughs> it was such a, st- I can't do it even. I can't even replicate it, but it was such a stereotype that I'm like dying on the inside, trying to hold back a laugh, yeah. man. And uh, Kind of goes back into what we were saying about just not getting to be yourself anymore. Yeah. Like, how bad do you feel for Keith Lee?
2: Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Well, recently I saw a video about um, he 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 like was trying to debunk the theory that if you order your food in as Keith Lee, it, it comes out better. Yeah. And it actually was true. So we're going to try the Brandon from Vegas method. We're going to order yeah. our food
0: in their Brandon Johnson. Hopefully they
2: bring it out better than it you know, normally <laughs> would be.
0: I'm not going to lie to you. There are certain restaurants where if you call and say you're me, yeah. I, you will get better service. But that's only because I, I'll tell you, I've never told anybody this. I've never told anybody this. It's herbs and Rye this weekend?
1: Herbs and Rye.
0: <laughs> herbs, herbs and Rye in Cleaver, if you ever go to one of those restaurants yeah. and use my real phone number, not the one I put on social media, but if you happen to know my real phone number and you put it in at Cleaver, I promise you, you will get a table at any human, at any point in time. But you have to know my real number. You can't, you can't know the fake number. You can't know the social media one. You got to know the real one. Yeah. But I'm not like like Keith Lee, bro. You could call like Pizza Hut and yeah. tell him you're Keith Lee, bro. Your pizza going to be there in yeah. five seconds. Oh, we're actually already outside. <laughs> <laughs> bro, when I, fa- bro yeah. when, when I found out he has to send his family yeah. to buy his food because he can't even get normal service yeah. anymore, that sucks. Imagine being someone who loves food like who genuinely enjoys food and sitting down in restaurants and you can't do it anymore because no restaurant's going to treat you normally. Yeah. They're never going to make your food normal. Yeah. They're always going to spend extra. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
2: and you know, it sounds stupid because you're like, wouldn't, wouldn't that be a good thing? Cause your food is always going to be good. But it's almost like it's the thrill of the game to like, I want to go out and the food is bad. I want to complain about it sometimes 100%. and be like, I just didn't like the food and just not like the place, but they're
0: always going to make it way better
2: than yeah, it is because
0: you're Keith Lee. 100%. Yeah. Uh, if you read some of my comments, there are people who will be like, and I didn't realize this because again, in my, I'm not doing, I'm, I'm not fake. That's the one thing. I'm, I'm not fake. What I tell you guys is genuine. I don't see myself to this day as anything special. So I didn't realize I was getting superior service. Until one day my brother was like, what do you mean you don't realize you get better service? I'm like, no, my service is normal. He goes, bro, the table to, next to us has been here 20 minutes and they still don't have their food. You have food, dessert, and all your drinks already. I said, <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize. <laughs> I didn't realize I was getting yeah. better service. Yeah. So I'm reviewing restaurants based on the service I'm getting yeah, thinking yeah. it's normal service. And then people in my comments are like, no, the service there sucks. It's trash. And I'm like, Bro, you're tripping. Like, the service here is great. That's when it clicked for me. I saw Keith Lee's video, and I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm an asshole. Like, I'm really getting special service thinking that this place is just great service, and it's not. And that's what sucks. I want to review food honestly for you. I don't want you guys spending $20 on a meal and having it be bad. Like, to me, that's why I started doing this. I, I got tired of people going to the strip, spending $50 at Gordon Ramsay's Pub and Grill, having it be trash, and then people thinking Vegas food sucks. So I wanted to give an honest review, but if the restaurant's always going to make sure that my service and food is perfect, how can I ever be honest? You know, it like defeats the whole purpose of what we're doing here. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it would be a cool concept
2: to be like an anonymous foodie, Mm -hmm. like do the same Keith Lee style videos, but like always wear a mask and change your voice and nobody knows what you look like or what you sound like. Yeah,
0: but how much effort do you have to put in just to like get an honest... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a little off track and so I apologize for that, but I hate... Mm -hmm. That's what I hate most about this celebrity culture. Yeah. If you're a normal person, they seem to have no incentive to treat you Mm -hmm. with any form of decency or like what makes Vegas special is that everyone's special. That's what makes Vegas great is that I don't care who you are. When you show up to our restaurant, you're a celebrity to us. That's what Vegas was. Yeah. And now it feels like if you're a celebrity, you still get that treatment, but normal people don't get the love. And that's, That's defeated the whole point of what makes Vegas good. Yeah. Yeah. You would travel from Iowa, Missouri, whatever to Vegas because when you went to a steakhouse, they were like, dude, you're a celebrity to us. Welcome to five star service. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I think it's completely bullshit. If you're a restaurant or a business and you're watching me, treat everybody like they're fucking Keith Lee. And I promise your business will do better. Oh, yeah. Treat every customer like they're Keith Lee, and I promise your business will do better. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt, right? Yeah. Like, give everybody that treatment. That's yeah. how people should be treated. Everyone should be Keith Lee. Absolutely. But stepping away
2: from Vegas, I remember when I originally wanted to interview you, uh, I had just <laughs> interviewed Jose the Taco guy. My the, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so I was like, yeah, man, I really want to get Brandon from Vegas on here. But you had just left to Europe. You had just left to Europe and I would watch your stories. And you started in like Germany, you were in France, Portugal, Spain. And then I think you went back to a few countries a few times, Italy. Um, but I wanted to really pick your brain about what you learned during that time. We, were, I think we were actually in Paris at the same time. And I was like, man, should I hit him up? Should we do a podcast in Paris? But I was like, nah, I'm going to let we him know. We could enjoy have been ninjas vacation. in Paris. We could have. We could have. <laughs> we could have been ninjas in Paris. But I was bro. like, he's Brandon Johnson. He's on vacation. You know, I don't want to. No, I would have I loved it that. Yeah I, I, yeah, I was like, I was on a fence. I was like, should I hit him up? I was like, nah, we'll do it eventually. You should have put hundred percent. I would have. I would have been so cool. It would have oh been God. Brandon, Brandon's, Brandon's from Vegas
0: in Paris. That would have been so sick. Yeah. <laughs> Iconic episode. Do you want something? Okay, listen. This is bro. I literally, you said, what did I think about Europe? Right. You're I literally Europe. made a list of like thirty observations. Yeah, I know. You talk about it in your from stories. Europe. Yep. Okay, legitimately. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you my favorite observation from Europe, my Let's single favorite Let's one, because do I don't want to waste your time with all the boring yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. I'm the only fat person in Europe <clears throat> and no mm. one wants to talk about it. That's number one. That's my number one observation. Uh, true. I went to six countries, 11 cities. I'm the only fat person in Europe. How is this possible? They eat pasta. They eat chocolate and churros in Spain till four in the morning. They drink wine with every meal. How am I the only fat person in this whole goddamn continent? It blew my mind. I couldn't stop thinking. Of it. I can't tell my girl, baby, how am I the only fat person here? I'm getting fatter as I'm living here. How are these people <laughs> skinny? Yeah. I couldn't figure it out until I realized they walk everywhere. Yep. Yeah, it's walking all
2: the time. Like, There's days I walk here and I look at my phone. And I'm like, how many steps was that, man? I'm exhausted. 13k. 13k. The easiest days when I was in and when I'm in Europe is like 20k steps.
0: 20k steps. Easy. Everywhere every you every single day. Yep. Up steps. Yeah. There's uh, no elevators. There's no elevators. Yeah, there's no yeah. elevators at all. Well, when we stayed in Madrid, we booked an Airbnb on the 10th floor. You gotta walk all the way up. And yep. we had to walk up the floor every day. And there was an old lady above us who was just every day we'd see her and she'd be like, hey boys, and she would just walk she down the street. And you know what sucks is
2: being out the whole day realizing you're exhausted and your feet hurt, but you know at the end of the
0: day you're going to get home to climb the stairs. You get to home and climb the stairs. Yep, I hated that. And I'm thinking, I'm here on vacation. All I'm doing is going around drinking dope wine and eating tacos. Imagine you worked in construction, and you had to go down 10 flights of stairs, do 10 hours of construction, then walk back up the stairs. Of course, man. And we complain about the dumbest shit. Yeah. None of those people can. Compl- Do you notice that when you're there, everybody's smiling. Yeah, yeah everyone's. Cool. Everybody's polite, talking yeah. to each other. They're not going through the day with headphones on, being miserable, treating you know, right. They yeah. treat each other with a decency. Yeah. Even though they have to work hard, walk everywhere, and their feet hurt, they're still polite and kind to each other. And here yeah. we are, fat and miserable and mean yeah. all the time. And it like it really. I swear to God, it it like it changed my whole perspective on stuff. That's why I came back and just started doing charity, right? Like. I'm blessed I get to take an Uber and drive everywhere and I have elevators everywhere I go what what reason do I have to be miserable at all what reason do I have to be ungrateful about anything in my life when like these people have it way harder than me and they're happy all the time
2: it's a completely different lifestyle and one thing I notice is like especially when you're on vacation right because you don't have a job so you're outside all day walking around going to restaurants or going to museums or whatever you're walking and you see people like sitting on benches, mm-hmm. or you see people in the park, or you see people out in a restaurant, and that's something that like, we don't see here. Mm-hmm. People are working all day. If you go to a park, right? In, I'm not, maybe not right now. People are off work, but if you go to a park, like at, I don't know, anywhere between like nine to like four p.m., there's nobody there. No, nobody there. No. If you go to a park in Europe, there's old people sitting, talking, having a conversation, feeding the birds, feeding the birds. Yeah. There's like people running. There's people outside, and it's just a completely different life, like. But- it feels like people have the time to sit around and just be people. And they're not just working, going home, working, going home, working, mm-hmm. going home, go out on the weekends, and then doing it all over again. Did
0: you notice that when people go to dinner, they sit there for like two to three hours? Yep. yep. Nobody's on their cell phone. Nope. They just talk to each other Yep. for hours. Conversations, back and forth. Like, pulling out your phone is rude. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing, bro? I'm right mm-hmm. here. If you want to... If you're interested in a topic, share it with me, kind yeah, of thing, yep. you know? And... When I come back, when I sit at restaurants, I like to look around and people watch. Everybody's on the phone. Yeah, everybody's just waiting for the next meal to come so they can drink or eat and then go home. You know, like you're, you're not even eating dinner with people. Yeah, they're just no. there so yeah. you're not by yourself. Right. But there's no actual like conversation going on. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And were you in somewhere where eighteen year olds could drink? Yep. Ain't it crazy how they're not wiling out? They're not wiling
2: out. And the other thing too that you see because they have public transportation like metros and stuff you'll be outside and it'll be like friday night or even some days during the weeks in the evening there's groups of like 13 14 15 year olds outside like eating eating at a restaurant or Mm -hmm. outside shopping like you don't see that as much here Mm -mm. because you have to drive and so unless somebody's gonna get a ride and everybody's gonna coordinate meet at the same spot you're not going to be outside and you're not for sure. Not going to be like walking down the strip. No over there. There's like the big avenues where all the shops are yeah, and the restaurants. Yeah. And there's groups of
0: kids outside just, and nobody's bothering them. They're not doing anything crazy. I'll never forget. We were in Switzerland mm-hmm. and this kid is like nine o'clock at night. Just rode his bike through town. Yeah. Just chilling, just vibing, riding his bike through town. Nobody's watching him. No parents, nothing. Yeah. The, the distrust that we have here doesn't exist there. Oh, right? Yeah. Right? Where they're like, "Yeah, go play. You're a kid. Go outside." Yeah. Right? Don't sit inside on your phone playing Fortnite for the next 7 hours. Like go yeah. go go be a kid, go do things, you know? It's encouraged there. It's it's I, I encourage everyone to go to Europe, but don't just go to like the same touristy areas where yeah. you see a bunch of them. If you're going to an area and everybody just speaks English around you, but you're, bro, you're in just right in you're just in America. <laughs> yeah, like, basically. <laughs> yeah, like there's parts of Barcelona Where like beers are American prices. Why? Because all the Americans are there. So you're paying American prices, you know? Step outside. Go see how people actually live when you get away from all this crap. It's way different. Yeah. It's way different. Super different. And
2: yeah, another thing I wanted to ask you, what are your favorite spots to eat? Obviously, I saw a few of your reviews on your stories, but for the people that didn't get to catch those, um, do you remember any of your favorite spots that you recommend? I you got to, the list. I know you got the you list. Got the I'm full of lists up.
0: <laughs> listen, I'm so old, if I don't write things down anymore, I I just can't remember them, yeah. right? Do you want the full list or just top five? Give me top five. Give me top five. Top five. Yeah. China mama. Best Chinese food, period. Like, no, in
2: Europe. In Europe. Oh, in Europe? Yeah, in Europe.
0: Oh, shoot. Now you're now okay. Now you're yeah, killing yeah, yeah. me. Okay. Top five in Europe. Um there's a sandwich shop in Rome, mm-hmm. which just Oh, It opens up the 26th over in the Uncommons by Durango. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the most famous sandwich shops in Europe. They, they make these thick-ass sandwiches. Best shit. Best sandwich I ever had. Um, there's a tiny little restaurant. We basically ate wherever Anthony Bourdain said you had to eat in Europe. Yeah. So there was this tiny little... Uh, did you go to Portugal? Yeah, yeah, I have been. Okay. If you've never been to Portugal... You ever put the Stairmaster on 15? Yeah. That's Portugal yeah, every day. Yeah, every, every day is uphill. All <laughs> the every time. day. I literally now judge hills by Portugal. It's either like an extreme Portugal, a medium Portugal, but like
2: a low Portugal. Oh my God, diet yeah.
0: Portugal, Portugal, diet Portugal, Portugal. Bro. Portugal zero. In Portugal, you know when your grandpa told you you're walking uphill both ways, he mm. meant Portugal. Yeah, he was in Portugal. <laughs> We're like, bro, you walk, you walk to a restaurant uphill, and then you walk home uphill, and you're, you're like, like, bro, bro how, how yeah. the fuck? There was a, <laughs> if I, bro, if I could, if I could tell just the story of my day in port, it would take way too long. But long story short, we had a, an Indian cab driver who was so busy talking to me and having a good time because I chop it up with them mm-hmm. yeah. that he missed our stop. And in Portugal, there's no going in reverse. To... Yeah. The streets are all one way. They're all one it's way. a
2: headache to drive. A hundred percent. And yeah. I saw
0: the look of panic on his face where he was like, what do I do? If I go back, I lose 15 minutes and I'm going to miss my next pickup. Yeah. And so he looks at us and he's just like, can you guys, uh, can you hop out here? Your, your restaurants, like just right up those stairs. And we're like, sure. No big deal, bro. 150 steps later (laughs) right up the stairs was (laughs) right up the stairs but at the top was one of the sickest restaurants I ever had in my life it's like this Portuguese seafood restaurant so in the cut they didn't have menus they just wrote it on chalkboard Mm. but people's dinner tables were in front of the menu so you had to wait for people to move to see what was on the menu and they didn't have paper menus everything was in the waiter's Mm -hmm. head so you had to ask him what was for dinner today one of the best restaurants I ever had in my entire life yeah Uh, The next three are all Paris. In Paris, you can't get a bad meal. Yeah. It's impossible. Uh, So number three is uh, we ate at this really like five-star Michelin crazy place. Bomb. Uh, And then Angelina's. Angelina's Angelina's is is, is to me the like... It's simple breakfast food, but everything is the best version. Yeah, it's good. The best omelet, the best toast, the best bacon, the best everything. Hot chocolate. Best hot chocolate in the world. Oh, man. To the... If you're in Paris watching this, to the mother trucker who stole my $300 worth of Angelina chocolate from my suitcase, I want that shit back. I'm talking to you. I hope you see this. I will find you like the dude from, uh, what's Take the movie, Taken? Take Take I will. I have a set of skills. I will find, bro, I bought $300 worth of Angelina chocolate to bring back and give away to people in Vegas. That was my whole thing. I was going to be like, share yeah. it with, share my, what did I tell you earlier? Share your blessings with the world. Mm-hmm. My goal was to just give away Angelina chocolate to Man, kids that stuff is delicious. in Vegas. Someone stole $300 worth of Angelina hot chocolate from my luggage. I said, you can keep all the expensive shit. I just want the hot chocolate. So, what, what, okay, what's hot chocolate to you? If you had a cup of hot chocolate, what is it to you?
1: Warm, chocolatey.
0: So you take milk and then you pour like the syrup into yeah. it or the powder? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah,
2: watch this. Okay. And
0: at Angelina's, they bring you a cup yeah, yeah. of chocolate and whipped cream. And you're like, oh. Okay, where's the milk? And they're like, w- "What do you mean?" And you're like, "How do I make this?" And they, "You take the cream, you put it into the chocolate, you drink it." "What do you mean? What do you the, drink the hot chocolate?" They bro, it's 90% chocolate. Yeah, it's melted uh, chocolate. They bring you melted chocolate.
2: They bring chocolate you melted cup, chocolate yeah. and
0: then you put a little cream in there for the milk. But you're drinking straight chocolate. Yeah. Oh wow. We we didn't tell my brother that you were drinking straight chocolate. So we land in Paris, go straight to Angelina's. He drinks a pitcher of hot chocolate, which is the whole thing, bro. 30 minutes into the meal. And he's literally sleep at the table, like drooling on himself. <laughs> yeah. Cause they don't tell you it's straight, straight chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate. Chocolate. yeah wow. It's the best shit in the whole world. Yeah. Angelina hot chocolate is like McDonald's
2: Sprite in America. Yeah, it is. (laughs)
1: McDonald's Sprite. It is, it is, it is. Like extra crazy. If you
2: you drink Sprite at any other place except McDonald's, you're like, I mean, it's Sprite. It's it's cool. But then you drink the Sprite McDonald's. You're like, this thing is like, you know, it's like electricity running through your body, right? Bro, it's it's crazy.
0: Oh, my God. It's it's so perfect. And did you try any fast food when you were over there? Yeah. Does it make you mad how good their fast food is compared to ours?
2: I have a funny story about that. So the first time I was in Paris... I land in Paris, and mm. it's a long flight. You know, I'm exhausted. I'm tired, and I'm hungry. And I was staying near um, what's the the Sacré Coeur, the church that's uphill. Yeah, yeah. hill yeah, yeah. So I'm there, and I'm like, I want to go see it. That's where
0: they had the John Wick fight, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah they do. Yeah.
2: So uh, I'm there, and it, that area is all uphill too. It's all uphill. <laughs> and here's the thing that makes me mad, right? It's all uphill and every place relative to Vegas is humid as hell. Yeah. So you're uphill and you're, I'm just drenched. It's, it's like, it's cold outside. People are wearing sweaters. I'm drenched in sweat. Cause I'm like, why is it all uphill? Why is it so humid outside? <laughs> okay. So I'm mad as hell. I'm already against to the top. I'm like, I don't even want to be here anymore. I just, I'm like, whatever. I'm going to get food and I'm looking for food. And like a good Mexican does, you know, I'm walking, I'm walking. I look and I look down this long street It's straight and I see tacos tacos so do you know about french tacos no okay so french tacos they're called tacos but it's like a burrito so it's made with this kind of like flour thing kind of like a kebab wrap okay shawarma wrap yeah yeah. but it's like they fill it with like potatoes some kind of meat whatever cheese um and they call it a taco french taco so i see tacos written on the end and I'm like, hmm, is this a sign? Is this, you know, France calling telling me I'm you. Mexican? <laughs> it was calling for me. So I walk all the way there and I look at the menu. I'm like, yeah, this isn't tacos. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. So I just eat there. And then the waiter doesn't speak any or the, the cashier doesn't speak yeah. any English. And there's no one at the register. They're all in the back, like talking, smoking cigarettes. Yeah. It's like just bullshit. Oh, smoking cigarettes. All the time. Everywhere. cigarettes. Every, smoking, time. Everyone smokes cigarettes. All the time. Everyone smokes cigarettes.
0: All the time. All the time. All the time. Your server will literally be 10 minutes late because she needs a cigarette break yep, between yep. each order. Yeah. Like I took your order, one second ooh, ooh what you want to soup? Like
2: Everywhere it's frustrating, yeah, and it's crazy because, like, all their cigarette packets have pictures of like death, diseased <laughs> lungs, or like people with like, you know, like looking crazy because of smoking. their guts falling out, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't give a shit, and they're like, oh
0: give <laughs> a fuck, give me that shit. Me that I'm shit. still smoking it, bro. They can't take your order without needing a cigarette, yeah, bro. Yeah, They'll yeah, straight yeah. up take your order, step outside, then go place that, shit. yeah. Oh, it's great. Then, so, I
2: call, I have to, like, there's a dude eating, he's eating there. I'm like, okay. And he's like, okay, yeah, they're in the back. And I'm like, I understood they're in the back, but I obviously I didn't understand what he said. And I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, so I look around the corner. I'm like, hey, can I get like some help? Whatever, like, cool. And so they come and I'm ordering. And then the dude's trying to talk to me in his broken English. And I order and I eat. And then he tells me, he's like, yeah. He's like, I wouldn't eat here. I'm like, you're eating here and I just ordered here. What do you mean I wouldn't eat here? And he's like, yeah, uh, I got some sauce here the other day. Give me like a rash. I had to go to the doctor, et cetera. I'm like. You couldn't tell me that before I ordered here. I'm literally seeing you eating here. Well, <laughs> whatever. So I ate, and I was like, bro, I hope I don't get sick. Luckily, I didn't get sick, <laughs> that was my experience with French tacos. Did
0: you real... Okay, so how long did it take you to realize that, like, the... the, the I don't want... Oh, I don't know. I got to use the right word here. How long did it take you to realize that, like, the Turkish kebab food was, like, the Hispanic food in America? So...
2: Yeah, I mean, it's literally prepared on the same thing. It's a spinning thing with yeah. fire on the back. it's, like, yeah. it's the same thing. It's, it's that's
0: that's exactly their the that's thing. their Mexican food. Yeah, yeah. Like kebab is is Roberto's. Yep. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's that's yeah. their Roberto's. Yeah. If you're drunk, I don't care if you're in Germany, Switzerland, Spain, Italy. Yeah. If you're drunk at one in the morning, you're getting kebab. Yep. You're getting kebab. That's it. That's what you're ordering. You're getting shawarma fries. You're getting kebab period end of story that's their mexican food and it took me like a month to realize that's what was going on and the other thing you don't realize here if you go
2: to any restaurant it's always hispanics making it Mm -hmm. if you go there it's always like arab people Mm -hmm. turkish people Mm -hmm. same thing but it's the same dynamic and the funny thing so i was having this conversation i went to norway recently for work and i was having a conversation with this dude i traveled with um he's from france and we were talking about like He's like, I was like, yeah, you know, he, he's like, yeah, in Europe, everyone's tanning. If you get a little bit of sunshine, you see people outside tanning. They don't get sun at all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, in Vegas, you would hide. But it's the opposite. Yeah.
0: I get why they, uh, when you travel to Europe, doesn't Vegas start to make more sense? Yeah. Yeah. When my family comes over here, my family's from Germany. They got money. Like Germans got money. They all have yeah. some kind of skill. Do you know the only thing before they come say hi to me? Before they come talk to my family, do you know what my German family does? They go to Taco Bell and spend like $60 <laughs> because you can't get Mexican food there. Yeah. So, like, Taco Bell to them is gourmet. Yeah. They'll drop 60 bucks at Taco Bell and eat that shit like it's like the best food they ever yeah. had in their life. And then they tan all day. Yeah. They tan all day.
2: And the other thing I noticed is like, so I would be there and people are like, where are you from? Where are you from? And there's a different reaction if you say I'm from America or if you say I'm Mexican. If you say I'm Mexican, they will literally treat you like you're their childhood best friend. Oh, my God. Come here. Mexico. I love everything about Mexico. Oh, the beaches, this, that. They start telling you about their, I don't know, Mexican TV show they've watched. Oh, tacos. Yeah. All this stuff. If you say you're from America, like, I don't even want to talk to you. yeah, yeah. 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 But like, it's funny because here, if you're Mexican, you're usually seen as like you immigrated here. You're probably like a lower social class. You probably don't are not well educated. You work like a manual labor job. And if you go there, it's the opposite. They're like, "Oh, you're coming from all the way over there. You must have money, uh-huh. or you must have some skill, you must have something." And they treat Middle Eastern or Arab people the exact way here. If you're here, like, "Oh, you got oil money. Your parents are rich. Your parents are." Not. If you're Arab there, they'll treat you like you're Mexican here
0: because you're sh- you're shawarma. Because, yeah, you're you're just the yeah. cook. Yeah, you're yeah exactly you're just the cook to yeah. them yeah. right. And that's actually a really good observation. I I didn't give that one because I'm I had to trim my beard. Before I flew into Germany, because I, I used to have a real yeah yeah beard, and I had I, before I fly to Germany, I have to trim that because like to them I'm not black, I'm
2: oh. I'm Middle Eastern yeah yeah
0: yeah right. And the last time I flew to Europe last year, I got hassled at every airport.
2: The beard, oh, every beard.
0: airport, I got hassled because of my beard. Mm-hmm. So I had to shave it because it's funny in America if you're black, you get treated a certain type of way. Yeah, in Europe. When they find you you're black, like, oh, do you rap? You play sports? Like you're the NBA? You're right? the NBA? Like, they they love you out yeah, there. Yeah, they do. Bro. They, they do. love you yeah. out there. If you're black, like it's if any black person watching this, American black, American black, American black. No, yeah, yeah they it, because if you're like African black, you, they're like, oh
2: yeah, yeah, because probably, that's what, yeah. that's what they get. Exactly. all the, that's what they get all the time. Exactly. It, when exactly. you
0: see somebody fe- selling fake bags on the side of the street, it's usually yeah, 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 yeah. right. Yep. But if you're American black, oh my. I can't imagine being sick. I went with my wife, right? So, like, baby, if you're watching, I wasn't looking at nobody else. But, like, I could see the eye contact I was getting. I'm like, bro, if chubby black guys get these kind of looks, I can't imagine being one of you in-shape dread motherfuckers. Y'all would kill it here. <laughs> these girls is looking, man. It yeah. is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it that's, is. A, that's a That's a great observation. Yeah. That's actually in my notes. I'm just never sure how to, like... How to word it. Well, y'all both are Hispanic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, my girls Hispanic. So, yeah. like, I want to have these conversations, but yeah. I also don't, I'm not here to offend. No, right. right, nobody, right? Yeah. But since you opened the box, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's it's a hundred percent true. It's true. to yeah. so them, Mexico is the city of beaches and yeah. good food. That's how they view Mexico. Yeah. Oh, you guys yeah. have great beaches, good food. Like they, yeah. they're about it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's just, it's a completely different world for them. Yeah. So I don't know. I just thought that was so
2: interesting. So I almost figured like if the barrier of entry is high, they assume you're high, like high quality Mm -hmm. person, whatever that means, whether well-educated or wealthy. Mm -hmm. So they treat you better,
0: you know? hundred percent. That's how, oh man, I'm gonna get in trouble for this one. That's how Chinese people are viewed in Europe. Yep. Yeah. You can tell you're somewhere rich or luxurious when the signs are in Chinese. Mm -hmm. Everywhere I went, that was like a little bit above my station. It was me, my girl, and a train full of, 17-year-old Chinese teenage girls (laughs) wearing Gucci boots, Gucci luggage, Gucci hats, riding a train to Switzerland by themselves, like, chilling on vacation. Yep. It's just... Right, but if you, it's just it's a completely different viewpoint, completely different of how people see each other, and I yeah. think that's another good part of travel is to see who's racist against who, yeah, where, yeah, exactly, who who's racist <laughs> against who, where every yeah. country you go to is just a different group of people who think other people are are aren't the
2: shit, you yeah, know, yeah. yeah, and I think I found the same thing in like Barcelona compared to other parts of Spain. Mm-hmm. So if you're from anywhere else except Spain, they will treat you like shit. Or, like, Spanish-speaking. If you're Spanish-speaking from anywhere except Spain, they will treat you like shit everywhere except Barcelona or, mm-hmm. like, that region because they even hate people from Barcelona because they're they're Catalan. They're, like, they speak a different language. Yeah. They want independence. Oh, so yeah. they treat them bad. Yeah. So in Barcelona, you're treated well. Their people are nice. They're mm-hmm. friendly, et cetera. If you go to, like, Madrid or you go to these other cities, they'll look down on you and they'll treat you like shit sometimes. See,
0: what's funny is I got – I. N- 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 when I traveled, because I did the Barcelona to Madrid thing, mm-hmm. right? And me and my girl are bigger fans of Madrid, because mm. in Madrid it felt more like, I'm. How do I say this? I'm I'm from America, yeah. So my girl's family, who's in California, they have money, right? But they live like like every other Hispanic <laughs> person right. I know lives. When you're in Madrid, that's like the golden city of Hispanics. Yeah, them motherfuckers are regal. Yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. God damn y'all that's some tall this is just a whole different you i I see why ronaldo was here right this it's like a it's different and then when you're in when you're in barcelona it's a lot more like america it's Mm. a lot more of like a melting pot everybody's just kind of like they don't consider themselves spanish it's like a whole they have more italian cuisine there than there is hispanic cuisine there right they consider themselves metropolitan Mm -hmm. and madrid is just like we are, and they got the lift, and the they, lisp, yeah. and they are just. We are proudly Hispanic here. Yeah, yeah. We've never, we've never done any manual labor in our life here. Yeah. We are some affluent mother truckers, yeah, you know. Yeah, and it was yeah. just, it was so dope to see that, mm. to see like Hispanic people in a whole different light than how I usually get to see them here in America, right, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. like, rich Hispanics don't invite the rest of the world in, mm-hmm. in America, they, they keep to themselves, and I yep. get it, right, yeah. but in Spain, they were like, oh, we wanted you to see oh everything, oh my god, in yeah. Madrid, they wanted, dude, if you, when they found out you from America, and you were in Madrid, they wanted you to see it, like, no, yeah. we got money too, bro, yeah, come yeah. check out all the cool stuff we got, like, yeah. they were so welcoming in that manner, have you been to Asia? No, but I want to. Yeah, it's, you. It's com- yeah, I have. It's a you travel a lot. What are you? What are you doing out there? You went to Norway. You been to Asia. What are you doing? Uh, so
2: in Europe, mostly just for vacation, and I went to Asia for work. Yeah, so I was in Japan. I was in China. So I got to see two different countries, completely different than Europe. Is it weird
0: how they hate each other? Yes, Did
2: it's weird. Do- so when I was in China, right? When I was in, they do. They do. They so do. They was, hate here's each other. It's <laughs> a funny thing, right? When I was in China, I was at. I was getting. Uh, I was at a restaurant. I was having lunch. Yeah. And then um, there's a waiter and he comes and talks to me and he's like, oh, yeah, we're having a conversation, you know, just trying to speak to each other. His English wasn't the best, but um, he was telling me something about Japan. He's like, oh, yeah, like they don't look you in the eyes. Okay, And then I went somewhere else. and he told me the same thing. Happened like three times. I'm like, what do you mean they don't look you in the eyes? Mm -hmm. I went to Japan anywhere that anyone takes your order or it's a cashier or you're like talking to someone, you know, in the hotel lobby. They will talk to you. Have you ever talked to a blind person? yes you know you talk to a blind person they're just like staring into one spot but yeah. like they're still responding to you it's literally the exact same thing really? they won't look you in the eyes they're like hey yeah brandon uh do you need anything else no can you just sign here it's like i mean
0: is, is the eye contact like
2: it's considered it, i guess disrespectful so they don't look you in the eyes
0: that's i wouldn't be able to yeah. handle that yeah I me mean, neither it was so weird face, like, and, and hey, you know I'm, I, right here. And, I'm right here no, <laughs> like i would start
2: i would start fucking with them a little bit right so like they uh, they would kind of try to look away and i would kind of try to step into the line of sight and they would kind of move and i would kind of move back like slowly without making it seem like i was doing it on purpose and it would just make them so So uncomfortable
0: where did you feel where did you feel more comfortable as an english speaker was it china or japan
2: um japan japan loves american culture and they love hispanic culture too so you know la they got like cholo culture Mm -hmm. Like these fucking... Wearing like a... No um, flannel. Like flannel shirts. Yeah, like yeah, Oversized Dickies pants. Cortez shoes. Like socks pulled up the to knee the, the knees. They have the exact same thing in Japan. Like there's all Japanese people doing the exact... Like dressing the exact same way. Tattoos. Yeah.
0: For you, how was that?
2: It's crazy because you're literally looking at someone. You're like, is this motherfucker from LA? Like am I in East LA right now? Okay.
0: Okay. See, I'm so glad you opened these doors. That's how I felt. Okay. There are so many black people in Paris. It's you when you think Paris, you think that like, oh, yeah. there's no white people in Paris. There's there's no, no white. <laughs> white yeah, there's pe- no white people. It's in a Paris bunch of Mbappes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. It you is, go is. to a club, it's Afro beats. There's no EDM. Mm. It's Afro beats. Your Uber driver is from the Congo. Yep. Your 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 servers from the Congo. Everybody you meet is black in France. And it blew my mind how much they fuck with, like, American rap. Bro, they love it. They Bro, my, it up. my Uber driver singing Lil Baby, yep. word for word yep. in that drive. Just, just cruising, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. It's crazy to see, like, what cultures travel and like, how, how did Cholos end up in Japan, in Japan right? Yes. Like, how? how what? Yeah. You think the two cultures have nothing in common, nothing but they found all. they found like a connection yeah. point. And they there, fuck you with know? it,
2: and the rap too. And the other thing I saw is a lot of um like street fashion. There is crazy, like it's insane. Like I consider myself someone that's kind of like in touch with you know dressing nice here, whatever. I like to you know keep up to date. And then you go to Europe and you feel like yeah, it's normal. Like it's normal, dude. If you go to Tokyo. There's, like, certain parts of Tokyo where you're walking. Every single person looks like they should be in a fucking magazine. <laughs> I kid you not. I kid you not. Swag. Every, just swag, like, yeah. like, you've never fucking seen. And it's insane. And then you go to these shops, and a lot of them, um, or, or just a lot of their stuff is, like, kind of, it, it doesn't even have to be designer stuff. It's, like, thrifted stuff, but they just, like, look so they got, they got crazy. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of their stuff is, like, military, like, uh, surplus stuff. So I'm guessing, like, during World War II, because of, like, the American military, but they got a lot of stuff from, like, European military, American military. So they wear, like, a lot of these things, and their stuff is, like, built to last because it's all, like, military-inspired. Yeah. yeah. So, like, military shit, you're going to go to war with this shit. It's not going to fucking fall apart. Yeah. Like, if you buy a jacket here, you know, you wear it for a few months, and it's got a fucking so hole in hair, it. Yeah, yeah you can't use it anymore. 100%. But there, all their shit there is, like, rugged, like, built to fucking last quality stuff, and it's insane. See, I never
0: thought about that. I because that like... The only time I notice anybody's fashion when I'm traveling is mm. when you're in Paris. Yeah. I tell people about a time, bro, you need a whole wardrobe for Paris. Because, like, Dears. I don't care if you're going to breakfast at 8 in the morning. The family next to you is is suited to the top. It's like a Ralph Lauren magazine. Uh, every, yeah, yeah, bro. And, I, like, my girl literally felt uncomfortable because like she's in leggings the the typical american they don't wear leggings they don't wear sweatpants they don't wear they don't wear hoodies like nothing bro i saw a six year old girl walking through the rain in gucci galoshes splashing in the rain like these were target shoes like they don't in paris every day is fashion week yeah there's no day off like if you're traveling through paris you're gonna feel real uncomfortable if you dress the way i do like I was walking around and just like hoodies. A Brandon from Vegas <laughs> yeah. And they were just, bro, like, every dude's wearing like trench coats and yeah, yeah, yeah. Chelsea boots. And mm-hmm. you're like, I'm, I'm so ugly. <laughs> Stop making me feel bad about myself, bro. Uh, I loved it though. That's cool that 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 streetwear, because like over here, anime, like when I was growing up, like anime was like It's huge, yeah. Yeah, it's you still were like is all huge. F- nerd, right? Oh, now yeah. anime's anime oh, yeah, yeah, boomed. And I love that, like they took hip hop and we took anime yeah. and we found a connection point mm-hmm. there. You know, yeah, that's cool, man. I I, I wanted to travel to Europe it's like that, to Asia like that. Yeah,
2: and I went to China. In China, so obviously, like I have my podcast stickers and stuff. I'm sure you have stickers or other like I don't know business I don't. card. Are oh, you should get I'm terrible.
0: At, I'm terrible at this marketing you shit. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: should get stickers and put them like a brand of review. Like I want to be at Herb's and Ryan see a brand from Vegas sticker yeah. outside, but. I have a, a stickers, obviously, and we like to stick around town. You know, it's free promo. So when I was going to China, I'm like, man, China's huge. Like, I'm just going to stick them everywhere, and hopefully someone's going to fucking scan them and go to the podcast. And maybe we'll have listeners in China. Who knows? Could not find a single piece of graffiti, a single sticker, a bottle, a napkin, nothing outside. Really? It is impeccably clean. Really? All the treat. It looks like Minecraft. You know Minecraft? The game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Streets look like that. Everything looks the exact same. Even with that many people. Even with that many people.
0: So but I guess they got extra janitors, right? I guess. <laughs> but like, no,
2: really, like I saw six dudes trimming a tree. Like, I don't I don't think it takes six dudes here to trim a tree, but there was six people, like one guy on a ladder, another guy holding a ladder, and like four guys like supervising. I guess like telling him like, okay, that angle is pretty good or like switch this way. Trimming a tree and all the trees look like carbon copy, Did like control copy, control paste.
0: Um, what do you mean? Just by the sheer amount of... Because when you travel through Europe, what you're shocked by is how how few people are actually in these countries. Like you travel through Portugal, and you're like, "Bro, Henderson has more people than this, right?" Yeah. When when you're in China, it's the opposite. You're like overwhelmed everywhere you go. Did
2: you go to the Champs Elysees?
0: The Champs Elysees
2: in Paris, the big street Champs Elysees. It's like we're all like it's the biggest street in Paris. They got like all the shops down there. Yeah, we're all with all the super good shops. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Have you have you been there like on a weekend when you see like all the yeah. cars, all the people, everything? China, I went to uh, Shanghai. They have a street like that. No cars, but the same amount of people, the same amount of like the same like number of like lanes in the high like the streets just full of people. It was a Wednesday night. People just kept coming and coming and coming and coming. I'm like, "What the f- like where are
0: these fucking people coming that from?" Feels- it looks
2: like a like a the Vegas Golden Knights parade. That just on a Wednesday
0: a- night. That's what I want to go to China and yeah. see just the sheer amount. Like what does, what does a billion people look like?
2: Dude, like, I want insane. to
0: see what, what that looks like, like up close and personal, you yeah. know, we're like, Oh okay, I'm gonna get myself in trouble. So one of the things about the Eiffel tower mm-hmm. is you never actually get to go to the Eiffel tower because there's always just huge amounts of Chinese tourists.
2: Yeah. are pushing they're, their way to the top. Are,
0: yeah. And, you know, I had to explain to my wife, like, no, no, they're not being rude. Where they come from, there's so many people yeah. that this is normal. That's that's their existence. They can't like, you can't, you can travel and be somebody new, but you can't get rid of like basic instincts of how you yeah. live. Yeah. You know? And imagine uh, if we have a restaurant it's busy, we have like a hundred people. For them, it's a thousand people, right? Yeah. So like busy to us and busy to them are two completely different yeah, things. Completely Pushing different. your way to the front is their only way to like survive. Yeah, And that's just. I can't imagine seeing that every day. So we were driving into
2: Beijing and it just like I've watched like movies where like these post apocalyptic movies where you drive into this massive city and it's like, you know, it's fantasy. So these buildings are huge. And, like this is the exact same thing in Shanghai. Really? These like apartment buildings, like housing complexes, just sky high towers everywhere, just nonstop from like, as soon as you get to the outer part of the city, it'll be like being in like Centennial or Henderson driving towards like the middle of Vegas. And these towers are just everywhere. And we're talking to the, to the host. And, and I think there's on paper, I think there's like 20 million people in Shanghai. But he's like, oh, no. In China, they only count you in the census if you're from that city. So you have like a residence card. You can't even move cities in China without asking for permission. So all the people that are there working that are not actual residents, he's like, it's probably close to like 45 million people in the city. Yeah. Like 45 million
0: people in that city. Henderson's got like two million people now, and we feel absurdly crowded yep. at two at two million people. Yeah. Right? Can you imagine 45? Can you like it's insane? How do you even like how, like on one end, being a business owner there has to be oh, sick? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. How what's your clientele like? I got I got 50 million customers, bro. Like I'm, <laughs> target I'm, market I'm never 50, going out of yeah. business, yeah. bro. I'm never going out of business. Yeah. What American restaurants did you see the most there?
2: Um, so the funny thing is there's American restaurants there, but a lot of them are just franchised to China, but they're not actually owned by the real company. So you'll have McDonald's, there's KFC, uh, Starbucks, but a lot of them are not like they'll ha- they, they look similar. They have yeah. the same stuff, but a lot of them are not actually like run by like Starbucks, like the corporation or McDonald's, the corporation, you know?
0: Yeah. But you, you definitely want to have that Starbucks thing. for sure though. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. That's the China's on my list, man. My girl wants to do like Japan, Thailand. I'm like, no, I want to do China, dude. I want to see it. Yeah, I want to yeah. see half the world's population in one place. Yeah, yeah.
2: insane, insane. But yeah, um, man. I could talk forever about traveling. <laughs> oh, bro, like, no, 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 this I is my
0: China. like traveling and music are like my two. Like once I'm in there, and I know I, I just realize I've been talking my ass off too long because I just got the double call on both phones. Yeah, and when I, that means it's the wife. She's the only person who would call one phone and then call the other phone sure. just in case, which means I know we're supposed to be having a date tonight and I know I'm going to look at my phone and I know <laughs> I've talked past my limit and she, I'm, you have, you have gotten me not late tonight. <laughs> yeah. You have gotten me unlaid. What's the, you, you just cock blocked me and oh, didn't yeah, even know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, this is like the traveling aspect is so dope because everybody thinks it's about the food or how much you can drink or part. No. It's just the observations you make along the yeah, way.
2: I just love seeing the culture differences and like taking new things and being like, what can be better in America mm-hmm. or versus like, what do we do better than them? And just building like yourself or your life around
0: those things that you take from where you go. I think it's, it's invaluable. Everybody should do it. Yeah. A hundred percent. You can take the best, uh, you can take the best parts of each country and leave the worst parts behind. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, like going to Paris made me realize I said, I need to start dressing better. It definitely looks better and feels better to dress up, you know, and going through Portugal, I realized, Hey man, it's okay to walk. Like you don't have to take the lazy. (laughs) She's going to be so salty. (laughs) You don't have to take the lazy way all the time, you know, and the best things in Europe, the best things in Europe are all hard to get to. Mm -hmm. There's nothing convenient about Europe. And I think, that's what I brought home the most. And that's why I think I instantly started doing charities and started to like kick everything into third gear. Cause I realized like we have so many conveniences here. And if you allow yourself to get swallowed up by it, you'll just see life through that lens yeah. and everything will become inconvenient to you, you know? And once you walk 20,000 mi- 20, you know steps yes, in a yeah. day, just to have a normal day, you realize like it really isn't that hard. You get used to it. You adapt to it very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I guess we'll let you go to your date. Yeah, dude. I yeah, yeah, you got me, dude. You trapped me. I wasn't uh, <laughs> when you brought up. Tra- I wasn't. I wasn't ready for that's why I, I yeah. like not being prepared because mm-hmm. I wasn't yeah. prepared to talk yeah. about travel and observations because no one ever fucking cares about that stuff. Yeah, this, yeah. But I love that stuff. It's thank the best part. It's, it's the, the best, thing. best part in yeah. the whole world to yeah. me, man. Fucking thank you guys for having me. Thank like you. this has been. Yeah. Uh, I I it's been the first podcast where I actually get to be. Real. brandon, brandon john right <laughs> which is so much fun yeah. I, you know that's why i ended up running my mouth too much but it's been a long time since i've been able to talk as myself yeah and I, I appreciate yeah. it man this Absolutely, is this is man. really fucking yeah. cool
2: thank you so much for giving us your time for everybody that doesn't know where to find you i'm sure they all do but go ahead and remind them of your social media handles
0: you can find me anywhere brandon from vegas um zillow realtor.com i am a realtor so if you guys yeah. want to leave me a review I would greatly appreciate that right now. The only people who leave me a review are trolls, and they're not very nice (laughs) to me. And then on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, it's just Brandon from Vegas, right? You might see some fake accounts, but trust me, you'll know the ones that are me. And uh, yeah, I made my name easy to find.
1: Anything you want to share right before you you leave?
0: Um, Vegas, the best city in the whole world. Don't let let anybody tell you anything different. We actually believe in diversity here. We actually believe in the American dream here. We, we are, we are the best, most humble city you ever seen. And if anybody tells you differently, that's because they don't know real Vegas, like facts on facts on facts. That's facts. 100% facts on facts on facts. On facts.
2: facts. Let them know they can find you. You guys follow me on Instagram at ochobenji Go ahead and guys, follow the podcast on run.pod. If you guys want to see us bring Brandon back to talk about things like, uh, we didn't even ask you about realster, music, uh,
0: real estate, music, Zillow, activities. your thoughts on charity, your thoughts on Vegas. My word, if they ever bring me back, I'm gonna do a big ass giveaway because I'll be prepared. Oh, if yeah. they ever have me back, I'll do a dumb giveaway for your audience. Like something, something like. We'll give away a house. You guys heard it here. You <laughs> <me. laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. Now, no matter what I say, it's gonna sound. I love
1: you guys. I love you
0: I do it for you guys. <laughs> He's putting y'all on. I'm going to give away something stupid. I promise. It'll be something dumb. Like really dumb.
2: Let's do it. Let's Let's do do it. it.
0: Guys, follow the podcast space on
2: the run.pod on Instagram, YouTube, on the run podcast. Make sure you guys are uh, keeping up with us. Like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. We'll see you guys next week for another episode. Peace. Peace.